As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Not that hard to lasso. Not for the 49ers, the Cowboys. Oh, man. Welcome in the beginning of another week of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, belly to belly, as we provide a glittering oasis in the audio desert. Coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and refreshingly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the victory, the victory formation. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installs. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And our lead to begin the week here, our lead this hour, coming from Northern California, the biggest game of the NFL season. Prime time. You had to watch. You got to watch. Dak Prescott. This, these ain't your daddy's cowboys. No. No, no. These cowboys are different. These aren't the same old Dallas Cowboys at all. No, 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 no. And Christian McCaffrey and the 49ers, oh, man, they, they don't know what they're getting taking on the Cowboys. Collinsworth was there, Mike Tirico in the booth, and, uh, and I was sitting on my ass in the room across the hall. Uh, you cannot see, but across the hall there. 
Uh, been here a long time. Uh, did not want to miss a second. Did not want to miss a second, so I got here early to check it all out. I uh, was watching it. So if you didn't see it, you did not miss much. You did not miss much. Brock Purdy tossing not one, not two, not three, but four touchdown passes, three of them to tight end George Kittle as San Francisco eviscerated Dallas 42-10. to 10. Turn at the light, the party's over. 32-point loss. 32-point <laughs> loss. Hey, where you at, Cowboy Dan? <laughs> you loser. <laughs> they lost by 32 points. The Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> the Niners are 5-0. Dallas, total frauds. They dropped the 3-2. and two. The better story is in the losing locker room. We're going to practice the ancient art of schadenfreude. Yes, some schadenfreude, taking joy out of other people's misery. Dak Prescott, remember when he said he wouldn't have 10 turnovers this season for the Cowboys? Well, he had not one, not two, three. He had three in this game. Three turnovers uh, in this game, three interceptions. He then got benched in the fourth quarter. He got benched for Cooper Rush. How embarrassing. How embarrassing is that? He got benched. He was so pathetic. They took him out of the game. All right, so let us discuss the question. How is Dak Prescott looking for the Cowboys in this moment? So I have saltwater fish, land of lakes, and warp speed. And we will combine all of these things together, and we will laugh hysterically. At the Dallas Cowboys. Total frauds. They are frauds. All right. So, uh, A, uh, this game, a measuring stick, right? A measuring stick game. Where do you stack up? Well, for Dak Prescott, as we anticipate, if you saw the TV show over the weekend, Benny versus the Penny, we talked about this. There's some things in life that are just, you know you're going to have them. You're going to have to pay taxes. At some point, you're going to kick the bucket. And and Dak Prescott against a top-notch defense, he just goes, free-falling, free-falling. How low can you go? How low can you go? Uh, so he doesn't pass the test. It, it's open and shut. And Dak Prescott, he is the guy we thought he was. And if you want to crown him, you can crown his ass. But all about the opponent. Against lightweights, Dak goes out there, and he's the stat bandito against weaker opponents in the NFL. When it comes to the upper crust of competition, where you are judged, right? Where you Can you knock off the top teams? Can you play well? Can you give your team a chance against the top teams in the NFL? He goes out there. Dak is like a saltwater fish, better known as the flounder. That is Dak Prescott. He's a flounder flailing and flopping and oh it's so good to watch it's so consistent it is so good all the while it's the same drama played out every year where with Dak Prescott in this in this period for the Cowboys where Dak goes out plays well against crap teams for the most part uh and then against better team doesn't play that well and then Jerry Jones the GM always the cockeyed optimist when it comes to his quarterback uh, he keeps expecting different things to happen that no, no, it's going to be different. Oh, we got better coaches. We got better players. Blah, 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 blah. And all it turns out to be is Dak, he's like a flounder getting gutted 
when they play the top-notch opponents, uh, rinse, wash, and repeat. And so why not just sign Dak Prescott to another contract extension, Jerry? Just keep giving him more money. Why not? It's going well. Tremendous job by you. Tremendous job. Dak's played 102 NFL games. 102 NFL games. You get what you get and don't get upset. That's the reality of Dak Prescott. And Jerry's fine because the Cowboys are contenders. Every year they're contenders, whether they're legitimate contenders or not. And so Dak can sell that, and that's exciting. Now, turning the page here, what the hell happened to Micah Parsons for that dominating Dallas defense? Where, where did Micah pa- – does anyone know where Mike did – he, did he show up to the game? Was he at the game? I don't know. All right, so Micah Parsons. Now, I heard after two games – beating the Giants and the Jets to begin the year, that Micah Parsons was this generation's Lawrence Taylor. I was told that. I was fed that by the pundits. They told me. They said, oh, my God, this guy's amazing. Micah Parsons. They shoved it up my keister is what they did. So here's an opportunity. Micah Parsons. Right, going out there against the 49er offensive line, make your presence felt. Apparently life comes at you fast in the NFL. And uh, I, I was told, again, Micah Parsons, Lawrence Taylor. Now, if you're Lawrence Taylor, that means you are matchup proof. That doesn't matter what offensive line you go against. It uh, doesn't matter what scheme they throw at you. You are such a dominant supernova that you will be able to have your presence felt. Did anyone watching that game, either in the stadium or on television or listening on radio, did anyone see or hear Micah Parsons make any kind of impact? I'm asking for a friend. I'm at, I'm at, no, uh, Parsons, yes, yes, that's the, the crickets is what we heard. He's a Land O'Lakes guy. Now, what does that mean? What does that mean in layman's terms? Uh, Micah Parsons is, uh, he's like butter. He melted. Got a little warm there, and he melted. He's a Land O'Lakes guy. And uh, you and I had almost as much an impact sitting on our asses as Micah Parsons did, number 11 for the Dallas Cowboys here. Parsons finished with one measly tackle. Micah Parsons, this generation's Lawrence Taylor, had one one tackle. And there were plenty of offensive plays for the 49ers against the Cowboys defense. He had three assisted tackles, no tackles for loss, zero sacks, uh, bupkiss when it comes to quarterback hits, and Zippo on passes defended, as you would imagine, fumbles forced, all that, nothing. Nothing. He was taking up space he was taking up space. And then to show you how obtuse, how out of touch Micah Parsons is with the heart and soul of the Cowboy fan. Or maybe he is related. I don't know. You have to decide. Micah Parsons, the only thing he did on the field, the impact he made on the field was after the game. He was caught on camera doing a jersey swap. He swapped jerseys with Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> Yeah, McCaffrey and Parsons, they did uh, the old switcheroo with the jersey there. Now, I guess I'm old school now. Isn't that kind of a bad look? Why do you have to do that on the field? Like, you just got your lunch handed to you by the 49ers, and now you want to take home Christian McCaffrey's jersey? That's the that's the goal there. That's the, Couldn't you do that in the bowels of the stadium? You have to do that on the field. Well, it's the photo op. You got to do the photo op because nobody else will believe you. You have to do the photo op. Really? That's what that's where we are. All right, last word here. So is Mike McCarthy's job in danger as the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys? Ah, it's only week five. You know, come on. 
Well, you've got to you've got to look on the GPS, and if you look on the GPS from Mike McCarthy, it the road is bumpy. It is a rocky road. There's a lot of marshmallows and nuts in there for the Dallas Cowboys, and it is a problem. Now, am I going to say today is he going to get in trouble? No, he's not going to get fired today. But we're heading towards a direction, and where is that direction leading us to? Look at this. All right, you can see cracks starting to form on the cowboy wagon. And uh, they might get typhoid fever when they uh, travel on that wagon. Yeah. It's a problem. Oh, yeah. Here we go. go. We're going to hell. Here we go. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. So the loss to the Cardinals exposed a lot of underlying issues. Now, they played it off as well. We had this, that, and the other excuse. And they always have the excuse. So that was bad. But now this monstrosity against a very good 49er team. (laughs) There's no excuse. The Cowboys right now are going warp speed into Dante's Inferno. And if you don't believe me, you are in denial. I'm not being a prisoner of the moment. I'm not overreacting here. This Cowboy team is pumped up for the Eaton. If you're anyone who's halfway decent in the NFL, look around. And the way things look at this moment, in this snapshot in time, this Cowboy team is at the very minimum 7-8-9 loss team. 7-8-9 loss Cowboy team. The what From what we have seen, from what we have seen, it's true. 7-8-9 loss. So let me do the math on this. I'm going to do Maller math here. They said there would be no math. So here's the Maller math. The Cowboys already have two losses, right? Cardinals and 49ers. Still ahead. They've got to play the Chargers in the hood in Inglewood. That'll be next Monday night, so a week from today, next Monday night. Then they have, following the rest of the schedule, you've got two dates with the Eagles who will beat them both times. I saw Philadelphia in person. That's a good team, a really good team, and they will beat the Cowboys both games. So that's two wins. That's two losses for the Cowboys. The Charger game could go either way, but you still have a road game in Buffalo and a road game at Miami. So we'll pencil those in as losses. So that's four more losses. But wait, there's more. You have teams like the Rams who get Cooper Cup back, and now they have two legitimate big-time wide receivers. And Seattle, those are average middleweight contenders. But the Cowboys, by losing to the Cardinals, you can lose to anybody. Right? And so you look around and say, well, if they lose – if they th- those games, Miami, Buffalo, Philadelphia twice, the Chargers – the Rams and the Seahawks, if you combine all of those games together, right, and that's a total of seven games, seven, eight games. So it, that, that's actually eight games. So I did the math. One, two, and the Lions. I forgot about the Lions. They play the Lions also. So that'll be a loss. So that's eight games. So if they only win two of those, let's say they beat, uh, I'll give you the, maybe they beat the Chargers, right? Monday night, be a Cowboy crowd at SoFi in LA. So they win that game. They beat Seattle because Geno Smith stinks. So two and six and they lose every other game, that gets them to eight losses. Then they have to beat everybody else. They've got to beat the, the dumpster fire teams. They play the Giants again. They suck. Uh, and the Washington football team blows. But you got to beat, got to beat them. you lost to the Cardinals. You've already lost to the Cardinals. So the writing is on the wall there. And the 49ers, now they're, they're heading towards juggernaut status. They're not going to win all their games. They'll screw up. They'll lose a game they should, they're supposed to win. But right now, they are flying high. And it is a bonanza. It is a absolute bonanza for the 49ers. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part, 
You can join us. The speakeasy rules still apply here, but that does not mean we don't want to talk to you. It just means you have to be smart enough to figure out how to call in. And if you know how to call in, if you can figure that out, we'd love to talk to you. Operators are standing by. We have released the lines, so you know what to do. Call us up. There, The phones are already ringing. Look at that. Uh, give us a buzz. And also on X, at Ben Maller. That is at Ben Maller if you would like to be part of the radio program. Uh, that way you can join us on a live radio show, which is repackaged in the podcast format. And it's a phone-a-friend situation. Phone a friend and booing the mastermind. We'll get to those stories and we will do it next. But I am told a word from our friends at TireRack.com, right? When's the last time you looked at your tires? I mean a really close inspection. Worn-out tires are a danger to you, your passengers, and other drivers. They take longer to stop, not to mention they decrease your vehicle's fuel economy. To check, grab a quarter, stick it in the tread. If you can see the top of Washington's head, it's time to replace. Head over to TireRack.com, use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. You get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installations available in many areas. They bring the tires to you at home or work and install them on site. It's ultra convenient. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Goodyear test results and special offers. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Yes! Here we go! Here we go! Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. A case of purple pain. Welcome. Come in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere beside one another as we dance on the razor's edge, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and heart-stoppingly. That has happened. Cardiac Stanley. Powerful. Microphones of FSR emanating live from the brook, the babbling brook of Sports Nook, as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And our lead this hour coming from the big game on CBS. So many people saw this game. Kansas City and Minnesota in the Twin Cities. The matchup there. Taylor Swift, not there. No show. A slap to the Juicy Lucy. An act of disrespect to the land of 10,000 lakes. Nobody in Minnesota should ever listen to another Taylor Swift song again. She spat a loogie at the great state of Minnesota. I showed up to Minnesota this year. Taylor Swift can't show up? Come on. She was a healthy scratch. Didn't make it. Uh, so anyway, the game apparently went on. Uh, shocking. I didn't know. I didn't realize the Chiefs could play without Taylor Swift. I thought they I thought they had to play only when she was there. But uh, I'm told they did play the game. They went on a schedule. Patrick Mahomes, not a you know, stellar performance. He had 281 yards. Didn't go over the 300-yard threshold. He had a pair of touchdowns. The Chiefs controlling... The second half for a 27-20 win, not without controversy, more on that later, as some meddling by the officials in this game. So it's odd how the meddling always seems to favor Kansas City lately, ever since Taylor Swift entered the chat. But that's a different conversation for another time. So Kansas City improves to 4-1 and one on the year. Minnesota drops to 1-4. and four. Better story, losing locker room. So that is where we will go. Many people... Parsing the body language of Justin Jefferson, the star receiver for Minnesota. He injured his hamstring, and he was seen looking very grumpy, very grumpy on the sidelines by those CBS cameras and people trying to figure out what exactly does it mean. And so as a longtime body language analyst, I feel like I'm the perfect person to analyze the body language of 
the star receiver of the Vikings, Justin Jefferson. So we're going to do that right now. Uh, let us discuss the question on this one. What is your viewpoint on Justin Jefferson seemingly sulking on the sidelines late in the game as the Vikings lost to the Chiefs and he was not out there? So I've got Jay-Z, Coattails, and Ebenezer Scrooge. And we will combine all of these things together and we are going to make a one-way ticket out of Dodge. Bah, humbug. Yeah. Is that what Justin Jefferson wants, a one-way ticket out of Dodge? Well, all right. So the, the first thing here, speaking of one, number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. All right, so this is a byproduct of a miserable beginning. Five games into the season, the Vikings are, are terrible. They're not only a football team, they're garbage. And everything, garbage. everything gets analyzed and garbage. scrutinized, and you become despised when you're one and four. It's part of the package. But you look at Justin Jefferson, and I look at the body language, the clip that has been bouncing around the social medias, and uh, bouncing around, and I look at that, and I'm like, well, that's like a Jay-Z special right there. And as I'm looking at that, I'm like, well, Justin Jefferson's got 99 problems, and his hamstring is one of them. It is absolutely one of them. It's also the team he plays for and the fact that he right now this is a humiliation situation. When he plays, Jefferson's been putting up Bafo Sacco stats. The Vikings, though, have buckled under in a crap division where you've only got the Lions. Green Bay's no good. The, the Bears are no good. And then you've got Minnesota, and he he turned down a flotilla, a flotilla of money that was floating around Lake Superior. He said, I don't need your money. I don't want your money. Not now, anyway. I don't need it. I don't want it. Not now. And so he turned down a big extension, and the, the rumor mill through the grapevine has told us. And he's supposedly slow-walking things. Uh, it is risky business, though. It's risky business because the hammy problem, that, that can be a elongated thing. We don't know how bad it's going to be. He's going to have some tests done later on when the sun rises here on Monday. And by the time we get behind the microphones, we'll know more about his status. But... You know, turned down a big contract. You know, hamstring is not a career-ending or career-altering injury, but it is a season-altering injury. And you're like, well, I, I could have got that money. I didn't take the money. And I, you know, it's like you start thinking about that. All right, now, page two. Let's go to Denver. Why? Because that is where the Jets beat the Broncos 31-21 in a storyline that got a lot of attention, the subplot all about the coaching drama in a great made-for-sports-talk-radio storyline during the summer in the month of July. You remember what the Broncos coach, Sean Payton, told some scribe for the USA Today? It's amazing. Nobody reads the USA Today anymore, right? They used to read the weather map, but people have phones now. They don't even look at the weather map anymore. I mean, there's no reason to read the USA Today. I don't really uh, care about that. Anyway, uh, Sean Payton, for some reason, talked to a, apparently they still employ writers at the USA Today. Who knew? Uh, and Payton talked to one of these guys, and he was he's talking about Nathaniel Hackett, the guy that he replaced as Broncos coach. He said what he did in 2022, one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL. Uh, he also uh, accused the Jets of trying to win the offseason, if you remember, with Aaron Rodgers and Hard Knocks and all that. Now, Peyton 
failed to add any more fuel to the fire uh, in terms of the coaching battle royale after the game. When asked point blank whether Nathaniel Hackett got his revenge for Peyton and his commentary, Peyton told reporters, quote, listen, they played better than us. I credit Robert, meaning Salah, and that staff. They won the game. That's how I look at it, close quote. So afterwards, the Jets, I mean, you would have thought they had won the Super Bowl. They beat a bad Bronco team, and they were celebrating. Uh, I think they might have had some champagne. I don't know if they did or not, but it certainly felt like a champagne celebration. Man, is this embarrassing. Uh, And they even gave a game ball. They gave a game ball to Nathaniel Hackett. All right, so let's, let's discuss that. And did Nathaniel Hackett, offensive coordinator of the Jets, deserve a game ball after the Jets beat the Broncos based on the offensive performance of the Jets. Uh, That would be an N plus O situation, as in no, 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 no. Now let's go. Uh, Yeah, Uh, man, you got to shake your head no. You got to shake your head no on this. Uh, And the reason why is because he didn't deserve one. That's that's the reason why. Uh, Hackett riding the coattails of the Jets' defense and also Brees Hall. Brees Hall's good. He's a running back. But the passing offense of the Jets is still stuck in the Stone Age, shall we say. Now, I understand the Jets were giddy. They were excited. Even though every single thing, every single thing that Sean Payton said about Nathaniel Hackett and the Jets is true. And it's still true today, even after, even after the Jets beat the Broncos. It doesn't change the history of Nathaniel Hackett being an incompetent boob as coach of the Broncos. It doesn't change the Jets trying to win the offseason. All of those things are accurate. So even though Sean Payton said, I mean, and this is why I get so annoyed. We always want honesty. Right? I want to hear what's really going on. And what we get so often is bullcrap. It's a study buffet of bullcrap of cliches and platitudes and watered-down rhetoric because somebody says something. That's accurate, like Sean Payton about Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, the pearl clutching, the primal scream that goes into the football world. I can't believe you would say such a thing. Bad decorum by you. And I, really? What what did he say was wrong? Nathaniel Hackett sucks. If your team hired Nathaniel Hackett right now, you say, holy crap, I got to get a new owner? I got to get a new, somebody, the GM? What are we doing? That's Nathaniel Hackett. The guy sucks. By the way, his dad also stunk. I, I covered him when he was coaching at USC back in the day. He was terrible also. Anyway, all right, so. Wow. I'm just not, I'm not impressed. I, have I made myself clear? I'm not impressed with Nathaniel Hackett here. In this game, now keep in mind, Denver, yeah. Denver coming into this game, I know the numbers were skewed by the Miami game, but Denver had, by any measurement, the worst defense in the NFL, giving up 460-plus yards per game giving up 30 almost 38 points per game. Now the Jets if you if you didn't watch the game, the Jets had 31 points and okay, that's 31 points, fine. That's within reason. But really the Jets offense only had 20 points. 
because 11 of those points were hand-delivered on a room service card by Russell Wilson. There was a safety, and then there was also the fumble that was returned for a score. Uh, and and so you can you can do the math on that, and uh, it, was, it was bad. It was bad. And so really, Gang Green scored, if you do the math, like 20 points. New York finished 3 of 12 from third down throughout that game. That's not good, I don't think. I didn't play in the NFL, but I don't think that's good. 0 of 5 in the red zone? You gave, you gave a game ball to your offensive coordinator when you were 0 for 5 in the red zone. Is that not reaching at desperation? Like, we got to like as long as the Jets won the game, they were going to give Nathaniel Hackett a game ball because somebody else said something mean that's true about him? I mean, that's, that's really what happened here. 0 for 3 in goal-to-go situations, nine penalties for 71 yards on the Jets. So to rephrase this, Nathaniel Hackett stinks. He stunk yesterday. He stunk the day before, and he still stinks today, and he'll stink tomorrow. And that's a fact, right? But he got a little participation ribbon. We'll give you a game ball. Why? Well, because somebody said something mean about you. All right. Uh, Now, final point. Let's go to Arizona. Now, if you watch the TV show Benny versus the Penny over the weekend, check your local TV listings. You know that I did pick the Arizona Cardinals. That was one of the games we got wrong. The main reason I picked against the Cardinals, and I said this uh, in one of our production meetings over there at NBC, I said, listen, I'm going to pick against the Bengals until I see Joe Burrow actually has a life and a pulse. And uh, so the question here, Burrow, 317 yards passing, three touchdowns against Arizona. Since he improves to two and three, is Joe Burrow back for the Bengals? Is he back? And after a minutes-long investigation, which involved not only reading the box score, but looking at several highlight clips from this game, I am nodding my head yes. Joe Burrow's back. Burrow's back. Burrow's back. Burrow's back. Burrow's back. Burrow's back. Burrow! He's back. Yeah. That's not so much about the opponent. Now, Arizona's not a talented team. They play They play hard. They're scrappy, which means you suck talent-wise. But uh, listen, the Cardinals don't have a lot of elite talent. But what I saw of Joe Burrow, the lateral movement, the moving around, uh, not being the Statue of Liberty, he's back. That's the guy I remember. That's close to the guy I remember. Not, not, not all the way back. Um, but it's the pigskin version of of Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah, it's uh, it's the Joe Burrow from football past has returned here. It's peekaboo and seeing is believing. So I saw it. I believe it. I'm impressed. He's back. So that will affect my handicapping going forward. And if he reverses into bad Joe, well, heads are going to roll. So they're absolutely going to roll. All right, if you I'm like, back, baby. That's right. If you would like to be part 877-99 on Fox, that's 877. Oh, I, I, I didn't want to give out the number. Dump that Iowa Sam. No one will hear that, right? Yeah. Go ahead. Dan. No, you're not going to. All right, I'll dump it. Hold on. Let me find the. Uh, all right. There you go. Huh? I, I told Iowa Sam to dump He would not dump it. So I had to do, uh, I had to do it. Yeah. See, when I tell you to do something, Iowa Sam, you got to do it, buddy. It's the way that works. There. Why? Why would wow, you not? You really why, why would you not do it? I, I wasn't kidding. You weren't kidding. Yeah. Why, why did you think oh. I was kidding? Why? Why did you think? I don't know. I mean, I had to do it myself. A lot of kidding tonight on this uh, Monday. Yeah. All right. Well, I did it. So I, I said I did. I did it. I was uh, severe. I asked you to do it. You didn't. Next do time it. I'll you, do it. Next you, time. You. Uh, I that reached is for a, it. You, that is you a, just beat me to it. That, no, that's not true. You shook your head no. 
I did. That's a dereliction of duties by you. Dereliction. I asked you to do it. You didn't do it. Now, why wouldn't you do it? <clears throat> no? I don't know. We'll see. All right. Anyway, uh, if you want to be part of Speakeasy Edition, give us a buzz. Uh, there you go. If I give out the number again, dump it. All right? I don't really care about that. So, anyway. All right. Uh, we will press on. We are on X at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. A rather stunning security breach. Heads are going to roll. Heads are going to roll. We'll get to that. And we will do it next. But it's Maller here, and when is the last time you looked at your tires? No, I mean a really close inspection. Worn-out tires are a danger to you, your passengers, and other drivers. They take longer to stop, not to mention they decrease your vehicle's fuel economy. To check, grab a quarter, stick it in the tread. If you can see the top of Washington's head, it's time to replace. Head over to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. You get free road hazard protection. For two years, mobile tire installation is available in many areas. They bring the tires to you at home or work and install them on site. Ultra convenient. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Bridgestone test results and special offers. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Hobo. Well-dressed hobo. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The drumbeat growing louder is the end near for the most unstoppable play in the NFL. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, just like next door neighbors, as we are the audience in this grandiose Melodrama, coast to coast, border to border and beyond on the vast and discernibly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the chair, the armchair critic seat as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And our lead this hour coming from the Rams house. Whose house? Rams house. They, they kept repeating that. A lot of Kelly Green. I was actually at this game. A lot of Kelly Green. In the building there, I spent my uh, Sunday uh, schmoozing, a little bit, a little bit of schmoozing there, in the hood in Inglewood, uh, watching uh, uh, random NFL games on my computer while also focusing on the Rams and uh, the Eagles. Uh, Now, if you did not see this game by chance, maybe you're watching the Vikings and the Chiefs or the Broncos game against the Jets or the Bengals or the Cardinals or the other games going on, uh, but I was able to watch all at the same time. It's amazing. Uh, so Jalen Hurts, combining, if you combine the rushing and the passing, 375 yards, a pair of touchdowns, one on the ground, one through the air. Philadelphia absolutely dominated the second half, held the Rams to less than 80, uh, less than 90 yards, less than 90 yards, and they get a nine-point win. All the Rams had to do was score one touchdown in the second half. They would have ended up easily covering the point spread, but they chose not to do that. Bad job by them. Uh, so the Eagles improved to 5-0. and I'm told that is good if you're 5-0. and The Rams dropped to 2-3, and which I'm told is not that good. That's mediocre. It's mediocre. But there's a lot of noise around the Philadelphia football team, uh, and the word is, and we're hearing this rather loudly, the drumbeat is growing. We must get rid of the tushy pushy. There is a bullseye on the tush push. That's right. Uh, Adam Schefter, purveyor of NFL smut, tells us that it is officially essentially on the endangered list There has been a groundswell of support recently to revisit the tush push in the offseason and to make it verboten to get rid of the tush push. So let us discuss the question, should the NFL outlaw what they like to call now the brotherly shove? Should they get rid of it? Uh, And I am shaking my head, no. No, I am, no, keep the tush push. So I've got Leonardo da Vinci, King Cobra, and Scratch and Sniff. 
And we will combine these things together, and we are going to make a penalty box, which is what the Eagles will be in if they cannot run the tush-push. He had his hand on my ass, and he wouldn't let me go. Yeah. All right, so first of all, I like the more generic term. It's it's perfect for any team, the tush-push. I do not like that the NFL is trying to dumb it down with a brotherly shove because the, the play is run in multiple locations. The Dallas Cowboys ran the tush-push. Uh, I've seen a bunch of teams run it, try to run it. Some are more successful than others. But it's the tush-push. It's not the brotherly shove. It's not. Uh, and – I, I was actually excited to be out. I'm not obviously I'm a Rams fan. I'm not an Eagles fan, but I was excited. I've I've talked about this play so much, and to see it in person, and my my takeaways from watching it with my own eyes and not off some screen somewhere, it was stunning how amazed balls it is for the Philadelphia football team to run the tush push. And how effective they are! It is a tour de force, if you will. Uh, Jason Kelsey, the center, is a human bull. He's like an animal, uh, getting underneath the, the defense. And, and this was a real test going against Aaron Donald, uh, one of the premier players of his generation, and the LA Rams in the middle there. And then you combine Jalen Hurts, and you've got guys shoving on both his uh, his ass cheeks, the, thus the tush push, uh, and uh, perfect harmony. Just absolute perfect harmony. It belongs in the Louvre in Paris, right? It's like uh, Leonardo da Vinci's Mona Lisa, uh, the way the Eagles are able to run this thing and how dominant it is. And you, you think anytime you get into a third down and one or a fourth down and one, you, boom, you're, you know you're going to get it. It is a masterpiece. Now, they had a graphic on the Fox broadcast that showed the Eagles, this play works 92.5% of the time. I've never seen it not work. I don't recall it not working, but they say it's ninety-two point five percent of the time, which is also like a like a you know radio station that plays music if you want on the FM dial uh, ninety-two five, uh, and the rest of the league is at eighty-one percent, but which is still really good. Like eighty-one percent. If you have a play that works eighty-one percent of the time, that's a really good play. That's like a really sexy play. Like that's a great play eighty-one percent of the time. But the Eagles are over ninety percent with the tushy pushy. Is it a rugby-style play? Yes. Is it aesthetically pleasing? Not in the least. Not in the least. But I look at it like the – and I actually text uh, one of my bosses on the TV show who's a big Eagles fan. I was texting him during the game. I was like, hey, this thing's – to see this thing in person is crazy. It's like the sky hook. And he pointed out to me. He said, yeah, they didn't try to uh, make the sky hook illegal because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was was unstoppable. Nobody could defend the sky hook when he had that. And – it's a fair point. The difference is, like, Kareem was the only one that could run it that well. Nobody else – the other people tried the sky, but it didn't work as well. In theory, this could be every team in the NFL if they just get their quarterback into the weight room squatting like uh, Jalen Hurts does and get a good offensive line. You should have it work every single time. All right, moving away from that, we go to Pittsburgh, PA. And what a terrible performance by the Baltimore football team. But bad day in Baltimore sports. The Orioles are down 0-2 after winning 100-plus games. And now they're on the brink of elimination, getting ready for their last supper. And the Ravens somehow lost to that putrid Pittsburgh Steeler offense. And it triggered Mark Andrews. You see this? Mark Andrews, the tight end in Baltimore, criticized 
his team's performance, losing 17-10, blowing the lead late there to the Steelers. Uh, He said, quote, it's almost like a sleeping giant man, Andrews told reporters. We need to wake up. We need to wake up is what he said. So let's parse the words here. Uh, What's Mark Andrews really saying about the Ravens when he says we need to wake up? So I will psychoanalyze from my years of experience behind microphones here at Fox Sports Radio. I'll psychoanalyze the words of Mark Andrews. So here's the way I interpret it. Uh, Mark Andrews is saying they are the same team they have been in recent years, that nothing has changed. Yeah, they added Odell Beckham and a couple of other players you've heard of, but it's the same old Ravens that – Baltimore's a lightweight, and they were, they've been a lightweight. They continue to be a lightweight. In layman's terms, the poets talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. The Baltimore Ravens of 2023 are the King Cobra with no venom. What point is it to have a King Cobra with no venom? That is the, the Ravens. They, they play down to their competition, or they play at the same level of the weaker teams. What is my evidence? The Ravens uh, lost to Gardner Minshew. I'm a Gardner Minshew fan, but the Colts are a mediocre team. And you lost to the Colts in your own stadium a couple weeks ago. Now you've lost to Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin just called his team essentially gutless, soft cowards last week. And now I guess they got their mojo back, the Steelers, uh, to quote Mike Tomlin, because they won the game. But Lamar Jackson, for all the highlight real plays, he rarely makes game-winning plays late in games. This was another opportunity for Lamar Jackson to make plays. The Ravens, their center prematurely snapped. They missed points. I think that was in the first half. They missed an opportunity to get some points, at least a field goal. That was a debacle. And continues to be an underlying condition. There's an underlying condition. Baltimore is a middleweight contender. They're not a heavyweight contender, the Ravens. And John Harbaugh is like, yeah, yeah, the guy you like. You, you, Harbaugh's teams are usually pretty competitive, and the Ravens are competitive. But you're seeing the same tendencies that you've seen in recent years, and now we're getting into the second month of the season, and nothing has changed. All right, final thought. Let's go to London. Now, we've had a lot of Bills Mafia call this show recently. Conveniently, none of them have called today. I, I'm sure that's just a, an odd quirk that none of the Bills Mafia guys have called up. Uh, but pigskin and eggs for breakfast. Pigskin and eggs for breakfast. The Bills visiting the U.K. for a date with Destiny, otherwise known as the Jags. And Travis Etienne. Had 136 yards and two fourth-quarter touchdowns. Jacksonville taking down Buffalo 25-20 at Tottenham Spur, Hot Spur Stadium, whatever they call it there in London. Uh, so the Bills, 3-2, and two, and uh, Jacksonville 3-2, and two, but Jacksonville now has the tiebreaker head-to-head. The Bills had absolutely disemboweled the last three opponents they had played and they looked uninterested. They looked like, uh, and I actually was up watching the second half of this game, and Buffalo did not look particularly, they were like they were engaged. Uh, I don't know if they had something else to do. Maybe they had to go eat uh, something at Buckingham Palace or something. They had a tea party. I don't know. But they uh, did, not look, did not look good uh, at all from what I was watching there. And uh, me thinks... He thinks there's something going on here. So we're, were the Bills exposed? They rushed for only 29 yards and had all kinds of players go down with injuries. So were the Bills exposed in this jolly old game in London? 
And so the arrow is pointing to yes, and uh, was this a little too much celebration? Did they celebrate a bit too much after they won their Week 4 Super Bowl? Which is kind of funny because one of the big Bills fans, Andy, the comic book guy that calls the show, he was like mocking the Dolphins for celebrating their Week 3 Super Bowl. And then the Bills are like, well, no, we're going to celebrate our Week 4 Super Bowl is what we're going to do. But it's the old scratch and sniff problem, right? You start... You get caught sniffing yourself after you win a big game and that championship over the Dolphins. Normally when you win a Super Bowl, you don't have to go to London the next week. You're you're off. You can do whatever you want, but they had to go to London. And ja- the Jags should have won by more. Uh, they should have won more. They were four, four and a half, five and a half point underdogs. But they dominated this game. Jacksonville put up 474 yards of offense, 29 first downs. They held the ball for 38 of the 60 minutes, over 38 of the 60 minutes. That is a domination situation, and it was it was only a couple of strip sacks against Trevor Lawrence that kept this game within the margins, kept Buffalo within striking distance late in the game, so Lawrence had a couple of boo-boos. But the Bills' defense just went kaplooey uh, in this game. They went absolutely – that's the word kaplooey is what happened to them, and you, you have multiple starters now injured again. The war of attrition – for Buffalo, and now they've got the built-in excuse. If only we were healthy. Is anyone healthy? No one's healthy. It's the NFL. All right, so Ben Maller Show on Fox. On Fox, and if you would like to be part, you can join us here. I will not give out the number. It is the Speak Easy Edition. The Speak Easy Edition, and uh, you can be part of this if you would like. Also available on the X Machine, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. So I have a couple of options. I have door number one and door number two for the Maller riddle of the day. The Maller riddle of the day. I think I'm going to go with door number two. I think I'm going to go with door number two here. And uh, here it is. If you would like to answer the Maller riddle of the day, send me a message on the X Machine, at Ben Maller. And there is a line open for the first time in a while, so if you want to get on the air, you can give us a buzz as well. If you know the number, if not, don't worry about it. We're, we're good. We've got plenty of content. So the Buffalo Bills quarterback, Josh Allen, called a blank audible during the team's loss to the Jaguars. Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen called a blank audible during the team's loss to Jacksonville. That is the Maller riddle of the day. The answer. We'll get to it as you try to answer that, and we'll do it next. But it's Maller here. This is a live read as you try to answer the riddle. When's the last time you looked at your tires? No, I mean a really close inspection. Worn-out tires are a danger to you, your passengers, and other drivers. They take longer to stop, not to mention they decrease your vehicle's fuel economy. To check, grab a quarter, stick it in the tread. If you can see the top of Washington's dome, it's time to replace. Head over to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installations available in many areas. They bring the tires to you at home or work and install them on site. It's ultra convenient. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results and special offers. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free 